Folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. I'm Eric Williams, and we are here in the Cape Cod Times studios with Mung. Huzzah. Greg. Hello. And Terrence. Hello. And folks, we have been in the midst of a heat wave as we look at the weather forecast coming up. More of the hot stuff. We survived the 4th, and now we go into a warm weekend, although it might change a little bit on Saturday. How you folks been doing with the heat? I'm, uh, I'm panting. I can't handle this heat wave. Where's his doggy bowl? Where's the fresh water for Mung? Someone, quick. <laughs> it's a total sweat fest. <laughs> Man, yeah, it's been so bad. And I got to say, I don't have air conditioning in my car, and the passenger window doesn't roll down. Oh, and, that's brutal. And so that's if I'm not cool. moving in traffic, it goes from like 70 to 95, and I'm like a PSA for what can happen to your brain <laughs> when you're inside a heated car and... I got a rejection sticker, too, and life is tough on the road oh my goodness. in this heat wave, and I don't know about you guys, but I start going a little bit crazy. I don't have air conditioning at home. You guys have air conditioning? No. Yes. I don't actually use it that much. Sure, though. Greg. No, 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 no. We're actually very uh, parsimonious with our Oh, I can see you cranking it all the way up, wearing your raccoon coat from college, and just sitting there like, going, those poor suckers Woo-hoo. from the Cape Cod Times newsroom. I am so cool. <laughs> and they are so warm. What about you, Mung? My air conditioner is like, uh, it's like crying. It's like begging me to turn it off because it's been working overdrive. Like, I'm cranking it up. I can barely get cool. Um, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't even know if we're on Cape Cod or we're in the South. Right and, you, and you're addicted to your air conditioner because what people people don't know about you is that you're part marsupial and i've seen you with that air conditioner in your pouch they they have had to do an ac intervention on me that's tough where do you plug it in hey now come on this is a family show please stop it oh my so it's been rough and uh i've been taking a lot of evening swims in the ponds and stuff to just get that last cool off before you go home hit the outdoor shower and then just sit and boy when you pull a cold beer out of the fridge that sip of cold beer. Mm-hmm. I have to recommend Torpedo by Sierra Nevada as the ultimate antidote to the heat wave. But we'll survive. It's actually kind of nice because a lot of times on Cape Cod, you're kind of jonesing for some hot weather. So the beach feels good and the beach feels good. I finally went in. It felt amazing. So where'd the- you go? Um, I went to Old Silver Beach. Which was awesome. It was low tide. Lots of people were out. I like low tide, you know? We were talking about it last time. I think if I had to choose now, after doing some research, low tide is my thing. But wait a second. You're on Buzzards Bay there, right? Yeah. You're in Falmouth. How, how far does the tide go out? Does it go out to, like, the horizon like it does maybe in Brewster and Dennis? Or is it just mildly inconvenient? No, it's, I feel like it went pretty far. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not like a true Cape Codder, so I don't. I don't really know. I can't compare it to the other beaches. Taryn is our intern here at the Cape Cod Times this summer, so everything is new to her. Not like us jaded professional beachgoers. Yeah. So listen to me. <laughs> so what do you think? Is coming? Is it worth it? All the scuttlebutt about Cape Cod, all the raves and craziness about Cape Cod. Does it come true when you're here trying to survive as an intern? I think so. I think so. Because it still has, like, the beaches and all the fun stuff of summer, but you still kind of feel like you're in a hometown. Like, you know, you don't feel like you're going on this extravagant vacation or anything. It's still very comfortable. And 
I like it a lot. Look at her adapting, growing gills, becoming a Cape Codder. Oh, we're so proud. (laughs) This is so nice that you're uh, soaking it up during this heat wave. Just a quick check of the tides going into the weekend here. We have high tides in the early morning, really early. Friday would be 547 or so. So 5, 6, and 7, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that means delicious low tides in the afternoon. And that is my favorite because I've been going to the big beaches in Wellfleet, Newcomb Hollow, LeCount Hollow, a ton of boogie boarding. The water's up to like 65 degrees, and what a frothy satisfying adventure riding the big waves after that giant storm we had last week and oh man the waves have been kicking up the only thing that's tough is you have to battle the surfers you know I found out that surfers call boogie boarders spongers (gasps) what? that's they they call us spongers and I think it's because we have sort of spongy little boards and we're in their way when they come in on their big long boards and they well they're somewhat disdainful so there's a battle between boogie boarders and surfers? Oh, big time, because you get a good break going. Everyone's like, let's go. And the surfers are further out, and they travel further in. And me and the rest of the gang, which is me and a bunch of, like, 12-year-olds. <laughs> you guys are, like, in the way. We're in the way, but we're like, yeah, hey, we're people, too. And, like, we don't want to get hit in the head by a giant 12-foot wooden longboard, which would wreck a vacation or wreck your life. And so there's this uneasy sort of relationship between surfers and spongers, <laughs> which I hope it's because of the sponge in our boogie boards. I hope it's not something else. I don't even know why they call us spongers, but I think it's because we're holding on to those little floaty things, those little rotten things from the souvenir store. But I'll tell you what, we ride more waves and have more fun than those surfers. That's what I think. And can't you just uh, push back and laugh at them and say that they're more likely to maybe get uh, an incident with uh, one of these creatures that keeps uh, coming to Cape Cod every well, summer? Well, uh, funny you should bring that up, Monk, because it's been shark, shark sighting all around. Shark, shark, baby. And we have had sightings last week into this week. We got a story uh, from the Cape Cod Times. Multiple great white sharks spotted around the Cape and Nantucket Sound, which is seemingly really, unusual to me. That's really unusual. Because that's sort of the real protected water. It's the real warm water. Uh, where is Nantucket Sound? What are the beaches among on Nantucket Sound? Oh, my God. Uh, Nantucket Sound beaches are where we kind of do like uh, a lot of swimming, like long-term swimming, not the kind of in and out. You know, some of the bit, you know, more popular beaches on the Cape are on Nantucket uh, Sound. We've got Craigville Beach in Centerville, West Dennis Beach. That's Greg's beach. Tell us about beach. it. That's my beach. With a million parking spaces, and they charge oh. what thirty bucks on the weekend if you don't have a sticker. The parking goes on forever and ever and ever. You can always, pretty much, I think, find a space. Have there. you ever been shut out? Because I've heard people no. tell me on certain weekends well, sometimes. Sometimes they don't let people in. Probably. Can that be true? Probably. And the thing is, I tend to go later in the afternoon, so there are going to be spaces. That's when I swim. Oh, that's actually a good reason to go sort of later, because you don't have to worry about, you know, windsurfers or surfers or what do you do? Body? What's your I'm thing? a sponger, Greg. Sponger. I'm a sponger. I'm you're a boogie a, board. You can't boogie board on Nantucket Sound, but what's unusual about these shark sightings is that I think people felt they were safe safer in the sound, right? You're not going to become a little chowder snack. You don't you don't really think about it on the south side because you know that you know they're not there or the water's so murky you're never going to see them 
sneaking up on you anyway. So, oh, man. But, I mean, I think... All that, uh, all that algae, all the, all the muck. <laughs> I know? think all you guys on the south side are going to get a little nervous now if this plays yeah. out. I am mortified because, yeah, most of the time you hear about great white sharks on the Atlantic uh, east-facing beaches, off Chatham, off Nauset. And now one was, you know, spotted three miles off Harwich. And uh, if those uh, beasties start coming closer to the shore on the Nantucket Sound side, we're going to have some trouble. You know what was really weird? I saw on Facebook someone said a, a seal was sighted at Old Silver Beach. One seal, and everyone got out of the water. And you come to the outer beaches, and it's like, oh, there's a dozen seals. And you mm-hmm. stay in the water. So I wonder if the folks who are from these warm water beaches will have to adapt to the tougher they're ways. Not, they're not acclimated. They're not acclimated to but the sharks. It's all interesting until someone gets eaten, and then I guess it's big news. But, you know, we do have, from the Cape Cod National Seashore, I'll probably need those papers later, the great white shark safety tips. And these are all important things we all need to know. Taryn, of course, you coming from New Jersey, you probably battled sharks because it's warmer water down there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, now, once a week. You'd Hunter swim with like a, like a dagger in your mouth, like a pirate, <laughs> when you go out swimming in New Jersey down there, because you know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just a question of the size and type of the shark. Yeah, we actually attack the sharks. They're scared ah. of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tough down They're in like, New Jersey. Oh, human sightings. Human sightings. It's one of those New Jersey guys. Watch out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, shark fin soup again. <laughs> Delicious. Okay, this is from the Cape Cod National Seashore recently sent out as a press release, and and you wonder if any of these tips could really save you, but perhaps by slightly modifying your behavior, you live to swim again. What? Let's run these down, see what you guys think. Number one, do not swim near seals. Anyone ever go into the seals? We all love seals. We want to see what it's like to pet a seal. We want to ride a seal. Anyone? And seals can bite. Seals, I'm scared of seals. They're big. When you see one close up... Blubbery. When they're close to you, they're like 600, 800 pounds, some of these Yeah, things. forget they're the great white sharks. You don't want to swim into seals just because they're vicious themselves. Have you seen the teeth on them? They're yeah. What, do they bite people too? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they're well, nasty. Oh, you guys are saying that. You don't know that. They hunt people. Mm-hmm. No, you, no, they don't. They're, they're, they're polite mammals like us. They, they know we're on the same team, don't they? They hunt in packs. Remember that movie Sealzilla? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Sealed with a kiss, the uh, horror movie? <laughs> One after another at uh, Camp Holiday Lake. They were taken by the seals. Okay, tip number two. Swim close to shore where your feet can touch the bottom. Now, is that a good idea? That seems reasonable, yeah, right? Yeah, these, these seem a little obvious. I'm waiting for something a little, uh, something I don't know. That's the best idea, though, because isn't the first scene of Jaws where you have your, they have the dangling legs? You don't want that. That's no, what the, that's, yeah. what, that's what the sharks love. Yeah, they they want to see those while. dangling legs. Oh, so yeah. if you can touch the ground, your legs So you're not, not doing that, dangling. like, egg beater swim, which right. is so incredibly delicious Ex- looking. Exactly. <laughs> it's like french fries in a Ex- cart and exactly. just rattling around. I get it now. I get it. So I don't know about that. That's why maybe the surfers are out there a little further. And I feel like one thing you never see anymore at the big beaches uh, where I swim is the long-distance sea swimmers. I feel like when I started going to the beach... There was always someone out yeah, there like doing laps. Big back time. And forth, way back out, and, and you'd forth. be like, who are those? Sometimes they had, like, special bathing caps. Oh, yeah. 
and they I tended to be older. The other day. Yeah. Really, just way out there. Way out. Why there. would you do that? White swim cap, speedo. That's insane. And Those are like the like, channel swimmers. He had to be like 65 at least. I think it's an older function, mm. you know, where you go out there and you're like, I used to do this. Uh, I'm going to keep on doing it, and I don't know. Cause I'd, I'd be more concerned about riptides too if I was doing that, which is uh, kind of rough out there. Once you're out there, it's not so bad. As, I mean, sweeping oh. along the shore, and they were bad actually after that big giant rainstorm a while back. You know, you were getting pushed sideways, and you just have to go mm-hmm. with it. What did we learn from the riptide guy? Don't fight the riptide. Mm-hmm. Don't fight it. Yeah, because it's just too much. You get exhausted, and then you're in your trouble. Like, swim pa- no, swim no. parallel to the beach, right? right. Sometimes it'll oh. suck you out or send you sideways and just get to a place where it dissipates, swim parallel to the shore, and then make, make your way back in. I think the trouble comes in a riptide if you fight when it. you try to go against that thing. Yeah. And that's King Neptune, man. Mm-hmm. That's superpower. Mm-hmm. You can't beat that. Poseidon so, always wins. So true, Mung. So true. What was your uh, wonderful <laughs> truism from the last broadcast? Something about... Oh, we were talking about uh, uh, cloudy days, and sometimes people don't go to the beach on a cloudy day because they want to, you know, roast in the sun and stuff like that. But I say cloudy day swimming is the best because the ocean does not know that it's cloudy out. Oh, wow. That was heavy last time, and it's heavy again. Let's do that every show. (laughs) All right, seal tips. I mean, shark tips. we got to stay safe. Swim, paddle, kayak, and surf in groups. Now, what's the idea behind that? Like, someone else will get it, and it might not be you? You don't have to be uh, the fastest swimmer. You just have to swim faster than the slowest swimmer, like that kind of thing. So that means they're anticipating an attack, and just because there's 30 people in the water, your odds are better? Yeah, there's someone. Little... There's someone in that group who's expendable, right? <gasps> I mean... Yeah. I mean, so it's like a game a of, of clues. If you have a group of six, you know, I mean, the seal's looking at these. I mean, the uh, shark is looking at you as, as a bunch of seals. So it's going to come up and someone's going to get it. But it might not be you if there's and a bunch of them. it might not be you. And someone else could punch the shark in the face if they're next to you and you're being eaten. So when you guys are swimming with sure. friends and family, a big party going on, do you look at someone and say... That's the guy. Well, yeah, you invite that one person for that reason. <laughs> oh, what? Weeky like, McGee or something? Susan. Like you Bad come Splasher? To the beach with us today? Just in case. <laughs> Susan, who's getting a little slow. <laughs> she's not as fast a swimmer as she used oh, to be. And, and you want to make sure that person is the furthest out, the closest to the shark. And so you put like a pork chop uh, on a necklace. <laughs> oh, my God. And so you just send them out ahead of you. Is that yeah. how you do it to this avoid the. It's starting to sound like homicide. <laughs> Shark style. CSA shark bite. Better watch out for that. Okay, here's a good one, and I think this is a real true one. Do not swim alone in the ocean at dawn or dusk. Duh. Mm-hmm. You know, that, make, that's, that makes sense. Everyone's yeah. hungry. You get up, you want breakfast. Time. I mean, that's, yeah, that's obvious. But you know, it's, remember the beginning of Jaws? Like that's they're at the that problem. beach party, and she's so happy, that's and the guy's running after her, and she goes in. It's very dusky. It is. Mm-hmm. And then the egg beater swim kick. And then she's drawn down, dragged past the buoy back and forth. Oh, man, what a horrible moment. All right, we have to take these tips to heart, people. Okay. We're performing a public... Are we going to scare people to death? No, you can't be scared, but you have to live your life, right? You have to live your life. Are we making them afraid of the water, though? I mean... Hmm. I don't know. We're not fear mongers. We're trying to be sensible. It's, it's better to be I'm scared prepared. of everything. So well, just kind of pay attention to the lifeguards. Well, the what beach. do you really do if you see a shark? You've got like 0.2 seconds to do something. What do you do? You run, you scream, you tell the lifeguard. Run, you're in the water. What do you mean run? You, 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 yeah, you, you, you run. get out as fast as you can. 
Oh, pay attention to the lifeguard who's like probably reapplying zinc and not looking. <laughs> I'm sure they do a great job, but you can't look at everybody. You can't save everybody. This is getting me antsy here. Limit splashing and do not wear shiny jewelry. Ooh. No so, splashing? So I'm going to have no to stop splashing. wearing my like Queen Nefertiti one piece because that thing is bedazzling. <laughs> And I can't splash while I'm wearing it, but, but you splashing. Look so good in it. I know it's form-fitting, and I'll tell you what. Driving on the elliptical just all winter, waiting for the moment to go out there and splash and shine and just dazzle the beach. So I don't know about that. Splashing? How can you stop splashing? That's what kids live for. What are you yeah. doing out there if you're not splashing? So that's a tough one. How are you going to annoy like a relative who just kind of wants to wade into their knees, and you just want to get them all wet and soaked? Or Without splashing them. Strangers. I was telling her before I met these two little boys in the ocean and they were asking me all these crazy questions and then they were like, I really want to splash you. And I was like, please don't. I don't know you. And they're like, I'm going to splash you. I was like, where is your mother? It's kind of polite though that they asked before the splash. Because mm-hmm. when I was a kid, you just start splashing, right? You don't Strangers? ask any questions. Okay. That's the way you live on Cape Cod. You just go in like a windmill. <laughs> and you send that water flying. So you were pestered by these kids. I was pestered, but I think I just have a look that's like, she looks like she might want to play with us like, and hang out, even though you know I was at least 10 years older than them. And you're an adult. You're a serious I person. Know. You have no I, time for that. I'm an intern, you know? They don't know that. <laughs> I'm an intern, darn it. Do not splash me. I'll show you my press pass. <laughs> wow, that's rough. And still, you had a good time at the beach. I did. All right, how about this one? Avoid murky or low-visibility water, which makes it difficult to see sharks. Oh. And for sharks to see you? That means I can't go to West Indies Beach anymore. What do you mean? Like It's murky all the time. Yeah, but I can see why it's difficult to see sharks. That's good, but it's difficult for sharks to see you. They like have terrible they... eyesight, don't they? So they just bump into you by mistake and <laughs> yeah. then eat you? Don't, like, they, don't they smell? Do they smell? They smell really bad, Greg. <laughs> Especially when they're up on the dock. No, you mean their sense of smell. Yeah, yeah. And is it true, like, if you have, like, a minor cut, they're like, oh, boy, I'm in Iceland. I smell that. Here I go. Boom. Exactly. Is that true? Supposedly, yeah. Oh, boy. So, I don't know. Maybe we've learned something. Maybe not. Those were all the tips? Yeah, we learned not not, not to go swimming anywhere near sharks. I skipped one tip because it seemed kind of... Follow instructions of lifeguards who say things like, don't get eaten. Oh. (laughs) No, uh, become familiar with the beach flag warning system. Which actually is helpful. They'll put up a crazy like mm-hmm. shark flag on the on the lifeguard chair, and then I don't know. I mean, mm. and shark signs at the beach too, uh, giving you tips. You know what's weird is because I was uh, <laughs> I was at Newcomb Hollow, and we were having a great, it was an incredibly perfect day. And I, and I just have to say, don't be afraid of sharks because there's only a handful of these just perfect beach days, and we're in the midst of a bunch of them. And they are so they are so nutritious to the soul, just deep happiness times, and so wonderful. However, there was some kind of police matter on the beach, and there were some policemen who came down. But the word got around to the bathers that there was a shark. So all of a sudden, everyone was out of the water. No one had said anything, and everyone said, "There's a shark! There's a shark!" And they're all standing there, clustered like penguins. And everyone had that kind of shark look on there. They're all pointing. And there wasn't any, because we went over to the lifeguard and said, hey, what's going on? They said, oh, there's a police matter. It's not a shark. But everyone's really ready. They're triggered. And they are ready to panic. And they are ready to be like. So somehow, I guess the lesson is be smart. Don't let it get the best of your imagination. Because the reward uh, for swimming at these Cape Cod beaches is the kind of thing that keeps you warm all winter. 
Hmm. It just Ooh. keeps you happy. Nice. Another Very great well, thought. Very well put. But I mean, it is, it is a it's conundrum, poetic. right? It is, because uh, I think about it. We all think about it a little bit. Maybe yeah. not you, Taryn, because it's all new to you, but you know. No, I think about it. I think about it. And, and I know you've been doing a lot of snorkeling, Mung, and I would think that puts you dangling like a Christmas ornament out there in the ocean where someone could size you up, something could size you up, and say, you know, he's been in there for an hour. Okay, now I'm going to make my move. And so how are you battling the snorkeling versus sharks versus beauty thing? Especially as I, in the water, look like a plump little seal. So it, it very much uh, scares me. The good news is um, uh, I do do a lot of snorkeling, but definitely not out in this region. Good God, no. Yeah, because you're in the water for, it could be up to an hour or more when you're snorkeling. So I usually go in the south side or Cape Cod Bay or uh, ponds and lakes for my now, snorkeling. Now, snorkeling, what, what do you get out of it? It seems like you got a mask. It's hard to breathe. What's going on with that? All right, folks, I'm going to give you insider snorkeling tips on the Cape that you can't get anywhere else. Everyone's like, why do you snorkel on the Cape? You can't see anything. It's not like snorkeling in the Bahamas where you see all this beautiful coral and all these beautiful colors and, and interesting fish. And I'm like, not true. I've seen all sorts of interesting things snorkeling on the Cape. I've been doing it for probably 20 plus years. You can see little sand sharks, conch. I've seen skates and rays. I've even seen rats snorkeling. Floating in the water. The rats were snorkeling? <laughs> was the rat alive? They yeah, are really dense. little, They're really little snorkels. <laughs> was the rat alive? Uh, the rat was alive. Yeah, this was years ago over at the Cape Cod Canal uh, near Scusset Beach's jetty. And I don't were, know if that's a, a Chamber of Commerce moment, no, though. No, you know, let's, See let's, the rat swim let's forget I on said Cape that. Cod. Um, but no, I've got this new thing that is a game changer if you're into snorkeling. This is a full face snorkel mask. I got it for Christmas. Santa was very nice to me. I've been waiting for months to use it and this allows you to breathe out of your nose while you're snorkeling it is so cool previously you just had you know put a snorkel you know those old school snorkel things oh, on right, your the mouth tube thing. Right, right right and a mask that kind of shuts down your nose and it's very awkward mm-hmm. and there's multiple pieces and you can't really breathe out of your nose now it's great um it's wow. it's super cool. And that doesn't I, I make you nervous at all. You're underwater. You're out there. You're... It doesn't because I'm pretty much close to shore. Like you know, you don't want to go too far out because you want to see the sandy bottom. So you don't want to snorkel too. Now, do you ever sneak deep. up on people and maybe goose them? <laughs> um, I, I think I might get a slap or two from folks. Um, or a harpoon. Or a harpoon. One thing, uh, unfortunately, on the Cape, it's not really friendly to snorkeling because most Cape Cod beaches um, are lifeguarded and uh, they ban snorkeling. What? Um, because it's a safety issue. Uh, the, the lifeguards and the beach department say that they can't really see people underwater, so snorkeling huh. is not really acceptable. However... Uh, these folks leave the beach at 5, so late afternoon, early evening, snorkeling is the best. Or if right. you go before, they start checking t- uh, stickers or if the is so, there. So late in the afternoon when the, the snorkeling scofflaws show up. That's right, that's right. <laughs> you know, that's funny you mentioned that odd beach rule, because I know at seashore beaches... Uh, on the Outer Cape, they don't allow inflatables. You can have a boogie board or a surfboard, but you can't have, like, a blow-up air mattress. Boo to fun police. I think they're worried yeah. to get blown out to sea. Right. Somehow like that. So I've seen them uh, tell people, you can't use it. I don't like being told I can't do anything on the beach. I understand it's a safety thing, but there maybe should be a balance of, you know, where you can do more fun things, where you can't kind of thing. Well, this, this watery episode of the Cape Cod Fun Show goes on because now... 
You want to talk about lakes and ponds already. I mean, what, what's going on with that? You had like a, your favorite experience at a new place? I did. I did. Really? Usually I'm a beach I'm a beach person, uh, but I decided to get some fresh water action recently, and I went to Scargo Lake in Dennis. Oh, I'm which is that. You like Scargo Lake, Greg? It's a beautiful body of water. Oh, it's awesome. I went at like 6 o'clock. There was barely anybody there. You have the whole lake to yourself. Mm-hmm. It was crisp. It was delightful. There's a lot of sandy bottom. Not a lot of muck and murky stuff, which I don't really like at ponds. Uh, number one rule for ponds and lakes is it's got to be clean. Um, so it was a very clean pond. You can see right down to the bottom. Um, and it was just awesome. It's huge. You can see Scargo Tower in the background. And uh, yeah, this is one of my new favorite lakes if you guys like some freshwater well, and that speaks to like the after hours experience where the cape is really yours and you're not bound by the sticker rules, which can be so irksome. You can't go, no access, no parking. All of a sudden, everyone gets hungry at five o'clock. They got to get back to right. the cottage. They got to get the fried clams. And actually, that's a pretty good idea. Uh. But then all of a sudden, the space is open up. And the other evening, it was seven o'clock. And I went over to Long Pond in Wellfleet. And they had put the swim raft out, the dock out in the middle of the pond, which uh, little kids aspire to get to when they don't know how to swim. And I went out there. There was nobody else at the pond. I climbed up on the raft and sat down and just watched the sun sort of start to set over this just beautiful, pristine cattle pond. And the cool breeze came in. And it's just one of those moments. It's like, you know, in this cynical and sarcastic world, which we've caused with this podcast, those moments are just so incredible. So there's a lot to be said for the after-hours adventure, and it gives you the chance to go to maybe a new place to eat or something for supper after that. But Tara and I would advise you to get out there and sample some of these places beyond the realm of Mashpee where you are right now. I know. I'm really inspired by all of these uh uh-oh, we're being, we're being too beautiful and stuff. we got to get back to being mean with, and petty. We with sharks, <laughs> and now we're on to, like, inspirational things to do. It's very nice, very nice. <laughs> let's let's talk something odd here. And, Greg, maybe you can help me out with this. Yes. I would not even bring this to anyone's attention, except I know for the fact it drives Cape Codders and others crazy. And it sounds crazy, but it's hydrangeas. What? Ugh. I mean, I know. Uh, We're not going to spend any time on this because it's ridiculous, uh, but the Cape Cod Hydrangea Festival is coming up, which is a tour of gardens with these hydrangeas, which are flowering shrubs. And that's crazy. But we've all seen, as we've worked in this office and and published stories on the web and things like that, people are insane about hydrangeas. Greg, why is that? I'm not really sure. You know, I'm a rhododendron guy. Oh, I knew that about you. <sighs> hydrangeas. I don't know. You know the thing that bothers me about hydrangeas? Go they, on. They really are beautiful. I mean, the the flowers, the light the blues, yeah. blues and pinks. They're very light. You know, they're kind of you know very delicate. Is at the end of the season those sticks, those dry. Oh, the band, sticks the band sticks that come out of, of the top of the bush and drives me. Crazy. All right, enough about the Hydrangea Festival. If you want to find out more, CapeCodHydrangeaFest.com. They have special cocktails, bunch of tours. And I know if you stuck this thing on Facebook right now, it would be one of the most read stories of the day, and I don't understand it. I love my Hydrangea. All right, I'm sorry I even brought that up. We were going so well. It's the Hydrangea miscue. How could I do that? Oh, my God. And now we have to turn to this strange celebrity story. Now, I have a lot of doubts about this, although we have seen many celebrities on Cape Cod over the years. Uh, Mung, have you seen any celebrities in your time uh, going back and forth on the Cape? 
I have. I once spotted Harry Connick Jr. on Main Street in uh, Chatham. This was probably like six or seven years ago. Now, how did you know it was him? Oh, Harry Connick Jr. He's a he's a soft on the eyes. He's a good looking fella. So <laughs> he's uh, a distinct looking fella. Yeah, that's for yeah. Sure. So he's easily spotted. Oh, that's a pretty good and, celebrity uh, sighting. And it's pretty known that he, his, him, and his family enjoy Chatham, and I think they may have a, a property out there. So all right, that's a, that's a that's a good start. That's an appetizer to this one, uh, Mung. I believe you're most uh, in control of this particular bit of information. Can you unfurl it, please? <laughs> yes, uh, we've got the inside scoop on a major celebrity sighting um, at Four Seas Ice Cream in Centerville recently, uh, just a few days ago. Um, Julia Roberts stopped in to buy a cone, according to our uh, source. What kind of ice cream? Um, I don't know the kind of ice cream, but we all know Julia Roberts. She's like A-list celebrity. I, you know, forget these C-D-list celebrities. When when a top-notch person uh, from Hollywood comes here, Erin yeah. Brockovich fame. Oh my God. A pretty, still a top pretty woman. List? I mean, it's been a while. Long time since the, the hit movie, though. Is she really maybe she's a B-list now. She has a large oh. net worth. Oh dear, a large oh, net worth. Get, you were gonna get like some <laughs> ransom notes. No, I'm just wondering. You know, I mean, she's not Taylor Swift. (gasps) She's better. Whoa. Hey, Taylor Swift's been cited here, by the way, briefly. That's true. But like Julia Roberts versus Taylor Swift. Taylor's even in like a fist fight, I think Julia Roberts would win. (laughs) I would agree with that, but I think Taylor's tougher than you think. (gasps) Oh, she's wicked Uh, tough. You serious? She's she's more famous than Julia Roberts, isn't that? Can we all agree? A different kind of uh, lyrics. Probably around the world. Her lyrics slay. Ex-boyfriends. There you go, Greg. I mean, they cut them. She cuts them. I can't up. believe what she said about you. And she feeds them to the <laughs> sharks. <laughs> I, think, I mean, I'm not dissing Julia Roberts, and are we sure about this? At well, four she seasons? hasn't been in a film in a, quite a while, right? I mean, she's going to be in a still... few. I just IMDb'd her before, so she's going to be in a few all coming right, up. All right, all right, all right. 2018. You are an ardent supporter of Julia Roberts. I, I am telling you, Mona Lisa Smiles one of my favorite movies. I love Aaron Brockovich. I love everything she's in. She's just awesome. Eat, pray, love. Maybe it's like a woman thing. I don't know. I loved her as Tinkerbell in Hook. I don't know. That was a drag of a movie, man. <laughs> the, the cartoon's better, isn't it? Totally. No, I don't know. All right, so she had a cone, not a Sunday, not a cup? Um, the details of her purchase are a little sketchy, but definitely uh, there was a little buzz seeing Julie Roberts. We have no idea how long she's been on the Cape, oh. where she's staying. Maybe oh. she's tooling around Hyannisport or Centerville. They've got some great stuff in Centerville. You can go into the uh, general store on Main Street. Maybe she stopped in there. I've, I've checked uh, Twitter. I've checked Instagram. I haven't found any pictures of her. But, yes, we're pretty confident that there was a, a Julia Roberts. At Four Seas, one of our favorite ice cream places. And that reminds me of a small and strange tale at, at Four Seas. They have a food challenge called the Hurricane. And it is insane. Uh, it's probably like 50 bucks worth of ice cream, brownies, bananas, something crazy like four bananas. And that's just that's 20 scoops of ice cream and a four brown. It's just, it's a huge bowl. And the challenge is if you can eat it in half an hour, you don't have to pay for it, which I guess is a reward. <laughs> so, I guess. You may pay for it later. So I got the word that someone was going to try it, and uh, that sounded like a pretty good video. So I went over there, and there was this uh, younger guy there, and he's like, yep, I'm going to do the hurricane. And it was funny because there was a hurricane there in the offing, so the weather... Coming, right? I know, it was really weird. The sky was all gray and had that blowy, upturned leaf look and all that stuff. 
And so he sits down and, you know, they put this thing out there and you're just like, oh my God, that's like my summer's worth of ice cream stuff. And they're squirting chocolate on top, everything. It's just insane. So this kid starts going and for like about, I don't know, I say like eight minutes, he was doing pretty well. And then he started to turn kind of pale. And he wasn't even halfway through. And he was just like, no mas. (laughs) So he got up and left. And later I saw him behind the dumpster and it looked like he might have been getting kind of sick, hurricane-y in his tummy. But then another guy in there, a bigger dude, an older guy who had seen this said, I can do that. Ooh. And all of a sudden, it was on again. The gauntlet was thrown. A double hurricane? So the sky's getting darker. The wind's <laughs> blowing more. And this guy bellies up, literally, to another hurricane. Half an hour. And off he goes. And he is like a ball of fury. Just Whoa. boom, boom, boom. Scoop, 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 scoop. He gets in about, I'd say, 20 minutes. He's made a huge dent. But then the slowness comes. The stomach crying out, no more. And he just sat there and gathered himself. Tick, 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 tick. He's going to be on the hook for 50 bucks worth of ice cream. No matter what, he's got a stomachache. Can he finish it? And then somehow, his, his eyes flickered with light. He found something deep inside himself. Oh my and he went back in with the big spoon. And now everything's melted. It's not even... You can't tell what it is. It's a big soup. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> They're counting down the seconds on the clock. Like 15, 14, 13. He tips up the bowl. Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. <laughs> Boom! Sets it down with like four seconds to go. Wow. And he wins the challenge. My hero. That was unbelievable. What did he get for it? Uh, I think he was sick for a week. <laughs> no, I think you get it for free. Maybe you get a t-shirt. Well, maybe, maybe a name on the wall. Who knows? Yeah, maybe you get to take a couple yeah. of quarts home. <laughs> or you just throw them out of your car window on the drive as people are attending to you. But it was just unbelievable. So I think the only thing that could top that is if Julia Roberts took the hurricane challenge. Oh, oh that's right, oh, Julia Roberts. Challenge if you're listening, thrown. we're calling you out. Right oh, throwing down, down the gauntlet. <laughs> You've already been to Four Seas. You know where it is. <laughs> what about the hurricane challenge? All right, so... What else do we have here, folks, as we wind up yet another beautiful Cape Cod Fun Show podcast? I think we've covered most of the material. We need any last thoughts from the assembled panel of greatness. I'm getting confused at what month this is. Like, I feel like the summer's been turned upside down. We rarely get a stretch of, like, 80-degree weather for, like, five or six days, maybe sometime in, like, August. So I'm I'm kind of thinking it might be August, but the calendar says July. Like, it's this heat is screwing with my brain. Maybe it's a sign of things to come as the planet starts to crisp like a match head. Oh, my. Are we going to be like this? Death Valley days? I know. We're, we're going to have to start calling this, like, the Cape Cod sad, sad, sad show. No, 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 no. The one question I will ask you guys is, the weather keeps up like this. Hot days, lots of sun. All the swimming water is now heating up. And swimming water is our refreshment. Oh, totally. Our cool pause in the midst of it all. Totally. What happens when it gets so warm that you can't tell the difference from the air to the water to the whatever? Well, the south side does get sort of like bath watery at at some point. Um, But... It's still wonderful, you know? I mean, I definitely am an advocate of 
small things, you know, small sort of easy to do summary things like just go to the beach, just jump into the water. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to throw the ball around. You just get on your back and just soak it up. But what if it's so hot? What if it's not refreshing anymore? Well, I don't think that's possible. I, I think it's always, always refreshing. refreshing. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if it gets Even the ponds, even Nantucket Sound. Well, I can't speak to ponds. Luckily, we live on the Cape where the water doesn't get as crazy as one of our uh, readers mentioned to us recently on one of your Facebook posts about the water temperature out in uh, out in the big beach area. He was from uh, Savannah, Georgia and told us that the water down there right now is 85 degrees. And I'm like, what is this, like a hot tub? Like, how do you even get... The, the poor folks of the South, like, I really feel bad that they don't get any refreshment in Christmas when they get in the water. I think it must be a life of air conditioning and an occasional foray out to the grocery store. Yeah, so we shouldn't yeah. complain about the Cape Cod. No. That's right, Tara. We that's, should be grateful. We have to just savor every little bit of the wonder before us, because it is a beautiful place, despite crazy heat, a bit of traffic, well, minor and inconveniences. All, and, and as you said earlier so eloquently, it is so short-lived. Summer is so brief, and winter is just around the corner. Oh, boy. Hmm. And so we leave you optimistically. And also questioning everything. And that's what the Cape Cod Fun Show is all about. (laughs) The adventure of the human psyche with some surfboards and fun, fun, fun. All right. Till next time. Till next week. Thank you, Mung. My pleasure. Thank you, Greg. Goodbye. Thank you, Taryn. Of course. We will be here on the Cape Cod Fun Show, pursuing the frontiers of science and everything. Till next time. Till next week, I'm Eric Williams. See ya!